Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Bill, how's the morning off? I'm Chris Moore. We appreciate you being here at CBS Sports Radio on this Thursday as August works its way toward college football, pro football, and obviously baseball playoffs. So a lot going on on this Thursday. E.J. Stewart, nice enough to produce the program today. He's in the hot seat. I told him before the show started, anything goes wrong, it's his fault. So if I'm boring, don't say if. I know a lot of you, you mean when you're boring. No, if. Blind squirrel and all that. Uh, If, it's E.J.'s fault. 855-212-4CBS is our number, 855-212-4227. Dodgers have won 10 straight. Uh, we'll talk to Mike Axisa of CBS Sports at the top of next hour. So we look forward to that conversation uh, because there's a lot going on in baseball. And, you know, I, I do think that in this impatient world we're in, the 162 is really challenged for people but we watched this week, and it was another example of what uh, I've talked about a lot this year in particular, uh, is, you know, it's not about the game for a lot of the attendance and a lot of the interest. Uh, this week in New York, they had uh, an Edwin Diaz bobblehead because, uh, of course, he's out for the year and got hurt at the WBC and big part of the reason the Mets have had a miserable, miserable campaign. But they play this trumpet deal when he comes out to pitch, and it was very popular with the fans, and it caught on. So they had a bobblehead with a trumpet on the side. First 15,000 fans Tuesday night were able to secure one. And the lines to get these bobblehead were nuts. They were nuts. I mean, people lined up three hours prior to the gates opening, not three hours prior to the game. And, you know, it was a hugely long line. And I guess it was the first 15,000 fans got the bobblehead with the trumpet, you know, as a part of the, of the statue or whatever you want to call a bobblehead. And it just reminded me again of how much bigger everything but the competition is. And I think, you know, I don't think we're at all a dying breed, those of us that love the competition, but boy, we're more and more ignored. You know, we are more uh, uh, secondary citizens in the ballpark than we've ever been. You know, when Sports Talk was founded as a, as a radio outlet, and it grew exponentially, and it grew so well, and people enjoyed uh, interviews and sharing opinions and, you know, debating uh, 
lineups and coaches and organizations and game plans and all that stuff, uh, when it was formed in the late 80s, uh, for the most part, and early 90s, it was designed for people that cared about the competition. You know, there wasn't a lot of talk about ancillary things, what people did off the court. Obviously, there were no social media accounts. There was nothing to kind of distract you from the game itself. Of course, there were giveaways at games. You remember the old bat day and cap day and, you know, kids t-shirt day and whatever. I mean, those weren't unique. But now it has become a cottage industry. It's become an industry of its own self to give things away so that you can prove you were there, I guess, or that you have something somebody else doesn't, right? The old supply and demand. But it just reminded me, just underscored for me, what I've believed lately more than ever is that the games are not for, not primarily for, let's put it that way. Let me, let me rephrase. They are not primarily for the people that love the competition. <laughs> they are not built on that. They are not built on, on people um, who are adamant about wins and losses and want to debate uh, why this team is winning, why this team is losing, what's the matter with the front office, what, what should they do. And, of course, the other uh, obvious thing that just becomes more obvious all the time is that losing or negative, whether it's the news at night, which generally opens in a ne- with a negative story of some kind, or the sports world, negative is more magnetic, charismatic, whatever you want to call it, more alluring than positive. Because when a team wins and it does well, one guy will say, boy, they're playing really well right now. And the other guy will say, yeah, they are. And how about, you know, whoever, he's having a great year. Yeah, it's great. But the conversation ends. You know, there's nowhere to go. When you are losing, and we've seen a lot of it around, especially with teams spending money or teams that had high hopes or teams that have had underperformers, um, that's when... People are driven to call. People are driven to get angry. People are sure they could do better or have better ideas or want someone held accountable for why they never bring up any good players. Why don't they draft any good players? Why don't they bat this guy in the third spot? Why don't they have more starting pitching when they knew it was a problem? Why don't they have an offensive line? You know, it's why don't, why don't they? And let's debate that. And what what can they do about it? And who should get fired? And do they really care about winning anyway? And all the things that really fuel 90% of sports talk. It's about the negative. It's about what's gone wrong and how can we fix it? And they're idiots and they're crazy. And this guy's a horrible manager. And this guy's a terrible player. And this guy's lazy. And it's just fascinating to watch that play out particularly now at a time when we can react so quickly to what we see. You know, we don't digest anything. 
we spit our food right right back up. You know, I mean, and our food is the consumption of spectating. And we see it and we react to it. And a lot of people get in a lot of trouble because they don't spend enough time digesting and considering everything regarding what they just saw. They just react to it. And obviously there are times if you're watching fireworks where it works. Wow, that was awesome. Wow, you know, wow. I mean, but a lot of times, especially when criticism involved, it is best to sit back and take stock of the big picture. And watching the New York teams implode, among others, what happened to the Padres, what's happened to the Angels, uh, the Cubs being alive on the positive side, and the Reds, and that battle in the National League, which, by the way, is exactly what they wanted. Uh, This is why playoffs always expand and never contract, because you're involving more people. It isn't rocket science, right? It's just simple. And the only question is or was, and I think it's a was question now, how much dilution of the regular season result will the fans put up with? And the answer is a lot. The answer is we don't hold the leagues or the organizations that expand the playoffs to any, I mean, sure, there's grumbling, just like we talked about. Oh, they've diluted the regular season. What difference does it make anyway? And I talked about this last weekend. If you're the Braves and now the Dodgers winning 10 in a row, and you, you, know, you can't make the postseason come any faster. You can't make it get here any quicker. You know, some would say that about the Chiefs going into the football season. Or perhaps the Eagles, if you're believing that they'll be able to come back as strong as they were. Or the Bengals or the Bills or any of the teams that appeared to be superior. You think like, okay, they go 11-5. and five. Okay, they go 13-4 and four, or 11-6. and 13-4. and 14-3. Four, and three. They're still going to start the playoffs zero and zero. Now in football, you get that nice advantage of a bye, and you can make an argument that home field throughout the playoffs is a pretty nice plus in football. So I think their regular season still makes it without a lot of help. In other words, without a lot of salesmanship and hype, I think their regular season still makes it, makes it happen. I don't believe that in baseball or now in college football that anybody's really fooled but in college football that's not why you go and that's not why you care you know so the games aren't as important or these two teams in this rivalry game could easily meet again in the playoffs so this isn't the big deal it used to be I think people will get over that and again you bring in so many more teams with the prestige of making the tournament and with the pipe dream of winning it all, that it is clear it's the best way to go. And this generation of fans isn't holding these leagues and conferences and the NCAA hostage to the past. They don't remember the past. So they're not, oh, this isn't what it used to be. They're used to be as 10 years ago. 
You know, you've got to reassess this all the time. And it's important. Like if you were born in 1990, you turned 33 this year. You really don't remember 1990 to 1997 very well. So you're, you're looking back, if you're 33, kind of starts in 97, 98, 99, somewhere in there as a sports fan where your memories start to become more clear. And then obviously as a teenager, they become cemented and the hook is firmly in your cheek at that point by 14 probably. So if you were born in 1990, you were 14 in 2004. If you were born in 1980, you were 14 in 1994. That's important because it is the gauge in which you accept change in these sports. And the relevancy of change to you is much different to someone who was born in the 50s or 60s or early 70s. It's a different look at change. Because if you were born then, TV was just becoming the dominant force in sports that it became. You watched, either watched the transition or you were there for the early years of the transition between sports being much more attendance-based to it being much more television-based. You watched that. If you were born after 1985, you really didn't watch that. You were born in the midst of it, like being born in 2000 with a cell phone. You've only known the cell phone. You don't know any life without a cell phone. You don't know a life without the Internet. So, of course, you look at the world differently. Talk about it a lot with patience. You know, and I'm hearing still stories. I remember why we used to always have to do this and do that and wait for this and wait and wait and wait. And now, if you're born in from 1995 on, you, you haven't had to wait for information. And for a lot of things, you don't wait. And how could you know what it was like to do all the waiting the older people did if you never did any of it? It it is very important as they make these changes to our sports world. So with that change and all the changes that have come, have come a, a leaning toward the casual, I'm out for a night, I don't even know who the two teams are. A minor league approach with giveaways and fireworks and food and drink. And by the way, there's a game. And it's not like that for you because you're listening to Sports Talk Radio. You care. But look around you and look around you at games and see the people on the phone and see the people not paying attention and seeing the people only interested in the final minute if it's tied or close to it. And you get the sense that we're a dwindling uh, focus. They're not looking at us anymore. They're looking at how we get average folks who are looking for something to do to choose us rather than going to a movie or out to dinner or to a club or to a concert or to a play or to an opera or to an orchestra or to anything that draws you out of the house. How can we be a destination for people who aren't really fans? That is what we're watching now. And it is, (laughs) it's eye-opening. It really is. 
Uh, we'll get into some of the things that are going on. Obviously, uh, we are salivating for football. It holds that uh, allure to us. We really can't uh, <laughs> we can't separate our enjoyment of the game, whether it's gambling, fantasy, or the strategy and tactics and great plays that are made out there. It really does own us, and they are in a Teflon position, and I don't see it ending anytime soon as long as they can keep their players healthy. Uh, it, it is it is captivating. And the ratings show that, the numbers show that, sports talk shows it. Whenever you, know, you, you think, well, there's not a lot to talk about, bring up football, the phones light up, because people love football. They absolutely love it. College, pro, whatever, they love it. They love everything about it, and there's lots of reasons for it, but really those reasons aren't overly important. Um, the fact is we get ready for football, and we salivate and lick our lips for the start of football season. A lot of people tell you they can't wait. 855-212-4227. Chris Moore for Bill Ryder. Your call's next, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In for Bill Ryder on this Thursday morning. Chris Moore with you. We welcome you. EJ Stewart producing. 855-212-4227 to be a part of the show. 855-212-4CBS. I want to remind you that driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal. And law enforcement officers can tell if you're driving high. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. 
Mike Axisa will join us top of the hour. We will talk baseball with him. Look forward to having a conversation about where we are right now and you know how the Dodge, how the Dodgers and Braves stay healthy. And uh, you know this is shaping up without the Mets being involved, like last year where it was the Dodgers, Braves, and Mets, and you thought, well, one of those three is definitely going to win, and it ended up being the Phillies. So. Uh, don't count your chickens, but it's pretty interesting uh, to watch it. My friend Jay is over in New Jersey, and he joins us uh, here on CBS Sports Radio this morning. Hi, Jay. We better do a wellness check on Spike. What's going on here? I don't know. He might not have got the memo that I was filling in today. You never know with Spike. Man, when I slide into the leadoff role, I get nervous when Spike there you go. in there. There you go. He's usually on the horn at 9.59. So. Yes, but, uh, no, I enjoyed the monologue, and, uh, you know, it's something we've discussed before about how the game becomes more and more about everything but the game. Yeah, and it's a transition. Looking, it's a marketing transition that they've made, and it seems to be working for them. For sure. And you know what? I mean, a lot of the diehards and a lot of the people that listen to sports talk radio and go to the games and have had season tickets for so long, they have this sense of entitlement because they grew up uh, through a time when it was all competition-based and about winning and affordable and this and that. And now they're so hooked and addicted, they can't get out, and they don't know what life would be without it. But uh, strange enough, you know, I, as a member of uh, kind of like a contracting partner, done a lot of work with uh, sports, uh, you know, as a third-party ticket reseller, and, um, yeah, so, I, you know, my mind's always wired to look at ticket markets and schedules and so on and so forth. So, I mean, you know, the Mets and the Yankees are dead. I mean, we know that. But, again, you know, the Yankees got Boston coming in this weekend. They'll have 42 to 45 across the board. The Red Sox are in the hunt. It's a summer weekend. The Mets have the Angels coming in at the end of August. There'll be big crowds with Tani. Um, you know, the Yankees strategically set up their old timers day in September, which I thought was interesting. And yeah, it used to always end. be in July. Yep. Always. Yep. And, yep. you know, they got Jeter coming in and this and that. So, you'll, you know, they'll attract the gate. And I know, you know, we've trended so far away from the put the fannies in the seats conversation, you know, because we know how lucrative the television is. We know how lucrative the the gambling is and, and the merchandise and everything else. But I mean, it's pretty thick icing also when you're drawing 40, 45 K in the building and you get the parking concession and the beer and the hot dogs and the foam fingers and the jerseys and the $45 fitted cap. So that, that holds, but yeah, for sure. I mean, the bobblehead thing is always so intriguing to me because when in doubt, just throw a limited edition bobblehead and you know, you always got to, you're going to have your collectors and so on and so forth that are going to get online. And it's just, you know, it's so wild to me, that whole dynamic of jumping online at 2 o'clock to get a limited edition bobblehead. But again, last thing, and I'll jump off, you know, we have to understand collectively, no matter what our position is, from being a diehard to a casual to somebody who works in the industry, there's so many grains of sand. And we kick and scream, me and you specifically, about so many things that we don't like. So many of the callers do as well. But there's so many grains of sand. There were so many more people more than happy to get online for that bobblehead. I don't watch a lot anymore. I watch a little bit of Yankees, a very, very little of whatever. I'll throw it on for three or four innings. you know. And they show pictures of the stands and people that got their babies in their Mets pajamas 
and and you know there's kids there and people are still having a good time so there's so many grains of sands out there that kind of um you know internalize it so much differently than we do you know yeah and i think jay to your point and we have discussed this but it's um i don't know that it's important to understand but it's certainly illuminating and worth considering um and by the way the the is there any greater term in 2023 than limited edition <laughs> it, it goes with the infomercials and but wait but wait you know they give you the price and then they tell you but wait uh and and this is sort of similar limited edition it's a great seller and it's a great insight into people you know that limited edition is such a a, a perfect buzzword and it makes you know, it, it makes all the marketers get up from the table to get their second cup of coffee and feel good about themselves. Uh, but but bottom line is there is there is such a market for a place to go to gather with a sense of community. And I have a Mets jersey on and you have a Mets jersey on or a cap or whatever. And your little one is there with a, you know, a size six Mets T-shirt and. Uh, you know, it's just it's just something that we have not found and are not looking for, by the way, a replacement for. You know, we're not looking to upgrade, and I'm talking about in a general standpoint now. We're not looking to upgrade from sports to something else because sports isn't competitive anymore. We take the show for what it is. And it's interesting because in the old days, and, and we they still use the term internally, but he's going to the show, right? Think about that. And and think about also something you never think about, the word play. Like, we don't think about the word play. Uh, you know, when your four-year-old goes out to play, we know what that means. But the fact that they play, oh, they play tonight. You know, and they're really now working tonight. It's gone from play to work. Two four-letter words. But, you know, <laughs> that when the broadcasters go, no, I got a game, I'm working, right? Because they're working the game, the writers, the broadcasters, the trainer. Whatever. But, uh, no, we play tonight, you know, for those guys in the clubhouse. And I'm sure even the trainers and the equipment guys say, oh, no, we play tonight. No, we play that weekend. Can't. We play that weekend. Uh, and the word play, you know, which is a fun word and a positive word and an upbeat word. And, you know, people try to get a work-play balance in their lives. It's, um, you know, it's lost its, its sense there. And, and, but, but back to the show, you know, it's important to understand that it is a show. That's why I was so against the, uh, the shift, among other things. You know, that bothered me, you know, because it made the show worse. And for most people, the three-point shot in the NBA makes the show better. And in an attempt to make more teams go for two, the NFL lengthened the distance for the extra point in hoping more teams would, would choose to go for two, and that would improve the show. Because that's what it is. It's a show. Otani's a show. Steph Curry is a show. 
It's not about, we're not talking about Otani. really leads him to wins. And what are you going to say about him, by the way? All you people, this is a tangent thought, but one that always gets me. What are you going to say about Otani if his career path continues and he's Otani, but his team never wins? He wasn't that great then? Because that's the argument you use all the time. That's your favorite argument. Well, how many championships did he win? Yeah, but it's a team sport. That doesn't matter how many championships did he win. That's always what the an- the answer is. Oh, how many championships? You know, Jordan only... So Jordan's the greatest because he had all these championships. And look, I'm not saying he isn't. I'm just saying that the number of people that use championships as an argument are going to have a hard time with Otani. They're going to have a hard time saying he's not great because his team didn't win championships. And to me, he's my poster boy for the other side of that argument. I think there are way too many variables. Which is why I don't get hung up on these Hall of Fame stuff or anything. If you think a guy's a Hall of Famer, he's a Hall of Famer. Thurman Munson, to me, in my age group, in my lifetime, in my uh, consumption of uh, watching sports, Thurman Munson's a Hall of Famer to me, and I don't care that he's not in. Because I don't think anybody that really cares thinks any less of Thurman Munson. And the other people who do care are just people who are taking a second opinion on it. It's like I tell you that a piece of artwork is good. Who the hell am I, or is anyone else, to tell you that this is great music, or this is a great piece of art, or this guy was a great performer? You're on your own, as you should be. And if you don't think it's great, then to you it's not, and that's all that matters. The rest of the world thinks Mona Lisa is the most valuable painting. God bless them. I wouldn't hang it in my bathroom. But that's what makes the world go round. And we need affirmation. People need to be affirmed. That's one of the reasons sports works. You and Knicks fan? Me too. God, they suck. Yeah, they do. We're together. We're bonding. We're communicating. We're talking. We're on the same page. We have something in common. I like having things in common with other people. These are the things we don't think about when we evaluate sports. It's really uh, important, the sense of community it gives us. You know, I'm in South Carolina right now, and in South Carolina, they sell their lottery tickets. You can either buy the scratch-offs, you can buy Clemson, or University of South Carolina. That's the logo and the ticket. Uh, So when you choose your lottery ticket, you choose either Clemson or South Carolina. You know, and in the commercial, they have a man and a woman on a first date. And she says something about being a South Carolina fan. And he rips open his button-down shirt and shows her a Clemson t-shirt. And she says, well, it was nice to meet you. Yep, see you soon. And they both walk out of the restaurant. That that grabs people. That's what I'm talking about. 855-212-4CBS. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Chris Moore filling in for Bill this morning. E.J. Stewart producing. Nice to have you with us. Mike Axisa, top of the hour. We'll discuss baseball with him from CBS Sports and get into uh, the races a little bit. Still so much time left when you consider how close the wild card races are in particular. And as we've talked about all year, with the Phillies' success, the most recent, uh, being a wild card is just fine, you know. It's not like, well, what chance do they have anyway? It's not going to be like the 10, 11, 12 seeds in the college football playoff. It won't be like that at all. Uh, so they will go in with a belief, which I think is what makes, uh, you know, for those that love the NHL, as I do or have in the past anyway, uh, you know that both sides believe they can win in the NHL. There isn't an intimidation factor there uh, probably since since Gretzky and Messier's Oilers, uh, where you walk in and realize, you know what, boys, it ain't going to be us. Um, hockey is notable for its lower seeds advancing and sometimes winning or getting to the finals. Uh, it happens all the time. This year the Heat in a play-in got to the finals. So all of this um, – regular season is more of a show than it is a uh, a determinant in who's going to be a title winner and uh, your only job is to make sure that when they stop counting the regular season you have another game left and that means you've made the playoffs so uh, that's really you know what the goal is these days and it's all they need it's all they need to get in uh jay had texted me about my mentioned that they sell lottery tickets Clemson versus South Carolina uh, in South Carolina in the state. Uh, the scratch-off tickets have either a Clemson logo and, you know, they're orange and the color of Clemson or the red South Carolina Gamecock thing. And he he surmised that to be, and I'm not saying he's totally wrong, that they were targeting the college kids. As you know, if you live in any of these states that are – college first states in other words they from a sports perspective revolve around the big universities um, and the big schools and anywhere in the south you know mississippi alabama georgia south carolina etc etc it isn't the kids you know, I mean, it isn't the kids that are that are the fans or the targets. It's adults, often older adults, often grandmothers and grandfathers that are all in Clemson, all in South Carolina, one way or the other. 
and they live for it and they live and die with it and the results and the, uh, the back and forth and the lifestyle of a college football fan in particular, even more so than college basketball, is different. And if you're in the Northeast right now, you don't have any perspective. You're left out of this conversation because unless you've been there and lived in it, uh, I did four years of play-by-play at Wisconsin back in the 80s when I was young and handsome. Now I'm old and handsome if I don't look at a mirror very often. Uh, so I know what it's like in those towns. And I, and I was with a loser then because Wisconsin's program until Barry Alvarez got there was in shambles. And still the sense of what it meant Wednesday before a Saturday home game when the RV started coming in gave you a real look at what it's like and running the network, the Wisconsin football network, Wisconsin basketball network, Wisconsin hockey network of radio stations, you know, especially with football, you blanket the whole state. I think we were on, you know, 90 affiliates, whatever, uh, in a state like Wisconsin. It's not uncommon. Everybody wants to be associated with either the Gamecocks or the Tigers in South Carolina. And across the country, it's that way. In Ohio, everybody roots for Ohio State. I mean, Nebraska, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. It's it's uh, it's telling, it's eye-opening, and it isn't record-related. And as I mentioned, oftentimes you get more buzz from dysfunction, from Angel Hernandez or Joe West or robo-umps being uh, wanted and and needed and being sought by people because they they just can't deal with it anymore, the unfairness. And what's interesting is that fair is still such a such an important word to people. You know, it's so important to the backbone of how we think in a lot of ways, but it's so rare to find it anywhere or to find organizations that have uh, fair as a goal. You know, it's just not there. They're not trying to be fair. When they have a coin flip in the overtime in a football game between Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes in a sport that rewards offense, and they know it rewards offense, and they know it's offensive-minded, and they intentionally made it that way, they don't flip a coin so that there's a chance that one of those two guys never see the field in the overtime because it's fair. They do it to expedite the game. They don't put the runner on second base in the 10th inning to be fair. They didn't remove the shift because the shift was unfair. These aren't fair is not what they're looking for. And we, you know, we we are wired, I think, to believe that they have to be looking for fair. It's the same reason we get upset with government. We think that they have to be looking for fair, that it has to be their goal to be fair, that fair is just and just is right, and fair is what everyone should expect. And you learn early and often that fair isn't very high on the agenda right now. You know, I wrote this week that that I see less pride and less shame across 
all areas of the world <laughs> where money's involved and more greed and more entitlement. So greed and entitlement are in. I'm getting mine. I deserve mine. And pride and shame. Wow, I shouldn't have done that. Uh, you know, I really don't care how it turns out. I'm going to be fine. That's in. You know, there's not a lot of pride. And, of course, with the umpires, what's interesting about it, they took they took their pride away. I mean, what difference does it make what they call? Guys steal second. They make a call. And then they say, you know what? We don't really think you're in. We don't really think you're good enough. I mean, no one talks about that part of it. It's just so silly. It's just so silly. And yet we just accept it. And we talked about, for example, having, uh, and it's a big deal in New York right now, because Michael Kay is uh, the play-by-play announcer for the Yankees on Yes, gets paid by the Yankees, and he also does a talk show host. So when he defends the Yankees on his talk show, the people go, oh, he's such a shill. He, you know, he's paid by the Yankees. Of course he's saying that. But we're not afraid of that as a society. These people are probably right. Probably is a shill. Definitely is wearing handcuffs on what he can say. But I'll say this. We do the same thing in news all the time. There's a debate between two candidates. And what do they promote for the next day? We'll hear how. Jones's campaign manager thought his candidate did in the debate last night. Why do we want to hear that? You know, what do we want to hear that for? And not only do we hear it, they promote it. As if by chance he's going to say my candidate wasn't very good. He wasn't prepared. You know, he's not great on his feet. We we don't expect an honest answer, but we listen anyway. And it, it does come back to, you know, 14-day forecasts. I mean, we have become now, uh, I'm kind of a weather geek. I kind of like the weather. But they're, they're trying to tell you about hurricanes six weeks in advance. Well, the upper trough is meeting. The, they got no clue. And these Wall Street guys with their interest rates are going to do this and interest rates are going to do that. I mean, nothing is more... Uh, accurate than I don't know and rarely is it ever said right and and that's why it's so hard for example just in this season in particular there was no way the Mets were not going to be a playoff team we all know the variables in sports and we all know that there was a good chance they weren't going to match last year's 101 wins but given the expanded playoffs There just was no way that they were going to miss and be out of it in the month of August. I mean, almost mathematically out of it in the month of August, but clearly out of it in in 100, well, except for some nuts, in 98% of people's minds, that they would be out of it in August, mid-August, early August for most of them, was inconceivable. And it was another example of we don't know. And the other, the last point I'll make on this subject, and we'll get to Mike Axisa, top of the hour. Uh, we do pivot greatly, and and uh, all of our sports win because of that. You know, as soon as you bail on your current season because it wasn't what you thought it would be or hoped it would be, the pivot and the page turns to the future. 
and the future cannot be disproven. And therefore, that optimism springs up almost immediately. And it's a good thing. I mean, I'm not complaining about it, nor am I uh, saying you shouldn't do it. It's fine. But know that last year you had that same optimism. I used to deal with this all the time with Jet fans until I stopped being one. You know, what are you doing? 2017, 2018, 2016, 15, 14, 19, 20. You had the same team, same guys, same problems, same poor coaching, same uh, New England in your division, you know, then Buffalo and Josh Allen in your division. I mean, what are you doing? Now at least they have legitimate reason to be optimistic. But whether it works out or not is certainly more of a guess than a formula. Baseball rolls on. Dodgers are hot. So are the Braves. Yanks and Mets are not. Padres are struggling. Cubs are still in it. Keep it right here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 